podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. At the Home Depot, we improve things. This holiday season, we've improved Black Friday. Instead of one day of crazy, we've lowered prices now and they'll stay low all season. From decorations to dishwashers, wreaths to ratchet sets. So sleep in. You're not going to miss Black Friday. Not one little bit. Black Friday improved. The best prices of the year already here at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only Wasp buys last. See store for details. There's no place like home for the holidays or homedepot.com for holiday decor with great low prices on decorations inside and out, like artificial Christmas trees to light up the living room, outside lights and playful inflatables that bring joy to the neighborhood. Order online and you'll even get free delivery. Holiday decorating improved with a wide assortment of holiday decor from homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Free standard shipping on most online orders over $45. Some exclusions apply while supplies last. Rashford, he's in here, he scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U, yeah, like Man U. Ready! It defies description. Oh. How about Martial is isolated? Skirtle here. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Mugga. Uh, fresh off a disappointing 1-0 win against Copenhagen. I'm going to go around and introduce the guys. Timmy, how you doing, mate? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I don't even know how I am, bro. I'll be honest with you. I don't even know, bro. Cool. Uh, Disu, how you doing, mate? Yeah, not bad, man. Yeah. Uh, Danny? Yeah, I've been better. But both, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah. And um, how are you doing? Elijah. Um, did you forget me or something? No, I'm just looking at you. 
Yes, all good. I'm all good. Who's Sarah M? I don't know. That's um, Alex. Alex. <laughs> hey, Alex. Hey, Alex, hey, Alex. man. Who's, what who's the who hell? Who are you using, fam, about Sarah M? Who's that, cuz? Who's Sarah M? <laughs> huh? Who's hey, Sarah Alex M? kills me, man. <laughs> Sa- Sa- Sarah Mystery Loaded, you know? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Before we start going around, um, well, I've gone around, so before we start, I'll just plug the usual socials. Uh, Discord, again, we had a Discord community tonight watching the game. Uh, it was a sad space, but usually it, it is good vibes. For those of you who are also like NBA fans, we've started Courtside Fracker. Uh, we've got lives going on for NBA games most evenings. Yeah, join the space, join the conversation. We must have about a thousand people on there now. So yeah, good fun. Uh, as usual, we will be on YouTube. So that's all your club podcasts and the main podcast. And for those of you who haven't already signed up for Patreons, the Mugger Patron is there. Uh, Michael's joining us. It seems like everybody wants to get something off their chest this evening. Um, let's, let's introduce Dr. Dr. No. Uh, Michael, how are you doing? How you doing, Michael? You right, Michael? Can you hear us? Yeah, what's going on? Uh, this is the angriest I've seen you looking, well, ever. Did you just watch the game? I watched the game. Ah, hot. yes, it makes sense. Yeah, it's hot and the weather's not oh, helping either. Dark. It's, a, it's a mad combo. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, 1-0 win. We're through to the semi-finals, I guess. Uh, let's talk about that performance. I'm going to start with you, Timmy, because... Uh, from about 10 minutes in, you were, you were ranting and raving in the space. So, uh, as succinctly as you can, just give us an idea of your, your main takeaways from that performance. <laughs> Bruno, fam. <laughs> hey, Bruno. Absolutely awful. I don't Bro. care. I don't when- care. When I told when I told man that he gives me Mickey vibes, bruv, they laughed at me, fam. <laughs> when I told man when Sancho comes, bench Bruno, they laughed at me, fam. Oh, Let me tell you God. something about this guy. I wanted him to miss the penalty. On my mother's life, I wanted him to miss the penalty. Please don't don't swear on my mama's bro, life, please. Bro, I I'm don't telling need, you. I don't need you to. I just need you to tell me you wanted him to bruv, miss it, and that was good enough for me. I wanted I, him I, to I, miss I, the penalty <laughs> so bad. And do you know what? It's so ironic because last week on the pod, I was saying, give me more of that penalties, bruv. Yeah. Fam, give me more of them penalties against good teams, bruv. Against teams like flipping Copenhagen that we should be beating 5-0, I don't want to win with a 1-0 penalty and the worst player on the pitch is one that scores it and he's probably going to get man in the match on flipping United's flipping Twitter because he scored the winning goal. Bruv, he was awful. He was awful from minute one to minute 120. The guy was awful. <sighs> Hit the post. It's like, it's like, he did. It's like in, it's he hit the post. I'm sorry. He hit the post. In he all situations, post. he's like, what's the maddest thing I could do right now? What oh, is the like, absolute honestly, maddest thing I could do? It's like, honestly, Mickey was putting in better performances than Bruno has been putting in. And that's the truth. Mickey was putting in better performances. This is poor from him. And he's getting away with it because he keeps scoring, scoring penalties. He's getting away with it. Like, Listen, bring me Sancho and stick that guy on the bench. On top of that, Oli, mate, 
bruv, this guy has not got a clue, fam. Ollie has got no flipping clue, bruv. He's, oh, my God. You just punched it, yeah? There's a fly in front of me, man. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he's got no clue. Yeah, listen, for, 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 his, for his own sake, for his own sake, we need Wolves to beat Sevilla tomorrow and we need to just lose to Wolves because he's going to get upstage so badly in the semi-final. For whoever we play. Whoever and, we if play we yeah. get, and if we get to a final against Inter Milan, oh my God, the schooling he's going to give him. I remember saying it on here as well a few months back. That if we got into it in the Champions League, they'd beat us. Everyone was talking, oh, it's a one-off game. I said, look at this. Th- look at what we saw today, bro. We needed 120 minutes to score one goal against Copenhagen. One goal. The keeper did have a blinder, to be fair. Yeah, bro. But the thing is, right, the, keeper's yeah, having, sure. the no, keeper has had a blinder. But, bro, like, our strikers were, were finishing poorly. Shout out Martial, because Martial was sick. If he could just shoot more, then we could have won the game 3-0 or whatever because there was a couple of times I think he took an extra dribble when he probably could have hit it with his left or um, I think there was, a, there was a chance in extra time where he could have taken it with his right foot as well, but he didn't. But shout out him because he played well. Rashford, when he got put through one-on-one, I don't even know if he was offside or not at the end of the day, but how did he not score that? That was funny because, you know, them ones where he knew he was offside, but then now it's just a mental game. That. The flag didn't go on. No, 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 this is it. It's a mental game between you and the keeper, and it's like, I'll, I'll tuck it so, so you know that if I come for you again, I'm scoring. And then the keeper exactly. saved it. <laughs> the keeper <laughs> saved it. <laughs> uh, cool. bro, I'm looking at these guys and I'm thinking, what the hell is going on with the Two finishing? Off, you know, it's crazy. Um, cool. So, like um, Timmy mentioned, Marshall had a strong performance. Um, couple of guys here repping Marshall front line. I want to get their opinions. Um, First, I'll go with you, Disu. Um, talk to me. What did you think of Tony tonight? Um, first half, he was on a joke thing. I can't lie. Um, it was a bit slow to react to a couple of situations. Um, I think, I'm not sure if it was the first half or the second half when somebody fizzed the ball across and he kind of went with it with his stomach. Like, oh, let me control it. <laughs> then, oh, shit, I, could, I should probably shoot. That was treating the ball like it was a bit. I was saying the ball like it's, like it's a medicine ball, bro. It was, yeah, MK, yeah. It was an MK Duns that did that to us when the guy scored. Oh, yeah, Ben got in the chest. <laughs> like, you went to hit the ball with his ad like it was a medicine ball. It's in gym box, my guy. This is football. But second half, um, extra time, I thought he was really good. Like his all round play was good, like coming to receive the ball and just running past people. He should have keep in a good save from him when he hit it from outside the box. And then he should have had that, no, just before the penalty, when he cut past like two players. And it was like in that typical inside left where you expect him to hit the far corner and he, and he missed it. And even one other run he went, he went on like two, two or three like crazy runs. So he was bigger than energy. I thought he had a good, good game, but you need him. When he misses chances, I'm so shocked because we're so used to him being clinical. But I like the fact that we're not getting games where Marshall's just on the edge of the game where you're like, rah, does he even want to be here anymore? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that thing. Like mm-hmm. Every game you can see that he's hungry. He wants to take responsibility to score. So um, I thought it was a good performance. And, you can't just say if he doesn't uh, strike on score, it's not a good game. I thought he had a good game. I thought he's probably he's probably the best player on the pitch. Him or Pogba or maybe um, Maguire. Who? Hmm? Yeah, I think I think those are the three best players. 
Yeah, I mean the bar. Yeah, the bar's not so high. On the ground, they were the. They were yeah, no, 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 but no. I think players. all three of them had a good game. You think they were? I think Marshall was good. I think Pogba was okay in in spells, good in spells, and no, Maguire think, was think, probably the same. Pogba, I think Pogba, Pogba was good, one, to be honest with you. Pogba's the only one that played consistently good throughout the whole. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. He kept the ball very, very well as well. But right. right. that man, that man was some joke things at times. Still think Pogba's too deep. Way too deep. It's not. But, it's not right. That's, is that, it? Well, that's what happens when you actually don't have a pattern of play. Like, yeah, Jeff yeah. called it in a group chat, kamikaze football. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't have a pattern of play. So it's not like, okay, when we're in the centre-back to get the ball, you go here, you go here. The only thing I can see that we do is uh, Matic drops in and it becomes a back three, or sometimes one of the full-backs drops in and becomes a back three and the other full-back gets high. But really and truly, there's no real patterns to play. There's no real um, replicated passes. You know, like City, you always see us you always see them do the same type of passes. Liverpool, the same type of passes. Us is just like, man, Pogba gets the ball, oh, fuck it. You, man, have the ball. Like, So I think he's way, 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 way too deep. Way too deep for me. They, they, Liverpool on. City play like it's FIFA, innit? And you know that there's three different ways you score. Mm. Like, the, the same goal all the time, the little pullback. Like, they know exactly what they're doing all the time. And like you said, it looks like we're just winging it some of the time. 100. Elijah. Um, obviously, Ayo's touched on uh, Martial. Um, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Rashford and just generally what, what went wrong? What's, what's going wrong? Obviously, we had those four games and we were on heaven for a little while. We, I mean, Timmy thought we were going to win every single game and now look at him, punch in the air. Um, so, <laughs> so, so, so what's, what's going wrong? Why, why are things so difficult for us all of a sudden? I think it's just... I mean, we're just very simple to play against. At the end of the day, we can have as much quality as we want. At the end of the day, there will always have to be a backup plan in terms of our structure. So, with with you see sometimes with Liverpool, Salah might be having a bad day, Mane might be having a bad day, they all might be having a bad day, but if they keep creating the same type of chances, sooner, sooner or later, it's going to be tucked. With us, we don't have that same security in terms of our chance creation. It's literally just a moment of brilliance from Pogba or Bruno or just any of the front three. And if it does, if we do have a good team goal, it's literally everyone being surprisingly perfect, really. So, I mean, it, I mean, the thing is with Rashford is that I feel like it is hard for him because obviously, I mean, Shaw didn't give him the, the best of help anyway. And I think it's overstated how much we, we miss Shaw and how much Rashford misses Shaw. But having Williams down that side, he just, he, he doesn't even look half play. He was like at the start of the season, he just looks scared and timid and he's always cutting back. There's no fear, there's no more fearlessness in his play. And I what, feel do you think, like, what do you think has happened to him? I just feel like um, he, like he, he doesn't have the comfort of being a youth player anymore to me anyway. So he, like he actually has to s- step up and then Shaw was actually... Hey, he's shit, Blad, man. Let's stop cutting. Let's cut to change. Hey, no, like the, the thing is with, with Williams is that he's playing on the wrong side. He's not a left back really he's, he's really a right back but even that right back he's what's just what's the game by random Danish pastries bruv he's nah, fucking to, shit, nah, but today 
today defensively is the worst it's I've seen him. Like he's got he was getting turned inside out like a was that a penalty by the way? That foul in the box? Nah, no, it's not a foul. What? No, no, no. Nah. But I mean, yeah, Rashford really I mean he was poor. I mean he he's he's like the thing is with Rashford, when he's tired and he plays like this, he just looks like such an awful player, man. Like, did, you think just... he, did you think he was tired? No, but it's just that... What do you mean by the end he was tired? Yeah, but by the end he was tired and they were saying that it was so hot in the stadium players could hardly move, but it's not even an excuse. It's just that he's just so... Whenever he gets like this, it's just like... It's just so frustrating. Like, you, you can tell when... Like, he's, he's, he, it's very much confidence with him. If if he does one thing right at the start of the game and he keeps on going, you will, you will have a good game. But, I mean, it's just easy to tell when he's not going to be on it because like, he's just like, if something goes wrong, he's walking back with his head down and just like, he's, he's just walking into play. And like, as much as we bag on Williams, Rashford leaves him out to dry defensively because... That's true. Like, he, he doesn't do enough. He doesn't block the, the, the passes into the fullback. So, most times you just see, like, it's either the defence mid has to come to cover for Williams or, like, it's him versus two, two, two of the opponents. And you just see Rashford jog it back. I'm not sure if, if that's a tactic or not, but it's just stupid because it just, it's just, it makes it so easy because it's just the easy out for the team down their right, right-hand side. But he was just poor today, man. Like, he, there's just no excuses. I mean, like, before you could see, like, he was actually creating chances and combining well with other players but now he's not even doing that he's just playing poorly so it's just like he he just needs to snap out of it he needs to get back to what he was like versus Palace and just like start like just affecting the game more and just like he he, need, he also needs to play much quicker as well like he, he needs to play more one touch because whenever he plays well one touch people can't li- live with him so like yeah. he, he need, just needs to play much, much quicker than he did today. The tempo in general was just poor and Copenhagen were just comfortable with, with, with the speed that we were playing at. But it was nice to see a couple of the old old faces back in the mixer. Danny, Fred gave us a little uh, a little la-di-da. Um, what did you think of his performance tonight? I like Fred tonight. It was like just before Pogba came back, Fred, where he, you sort of do that thing where you're like, ah, I can sort of see why Pep maybe wanted him. Like he can... What I like about Fred is that he's not scared to get the ball like with his back to goal and stuff. Or sometimes he fucks it up, but he'll he'll do that. And when he can turn and put it on his left foot, then it breaks the lines and it, it helps you attack. I'd much rather have him there than McTominay. And I think he's less likely to lose it. Like he, he passes it quicker than Matic. That's the thing. Matic, as as good as he is positionally, sometimes he's he's slow on the ball, isn't he? he takes ages to pass the ball. So, yeah, I was into Fred tonight. Yeah. Uh, Alex, I mean, we spoke about this earlier. Uh, I said you're uh, the one man in the, what do you call it, Bayi Limited Incorporated? LTD. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm right there as well, please. Hey, okay, right so, there. Elijah, so you've got one share and you can either use it in 9am or this Bayi thing. Which one are you using it in? <laughs> this Bayi um, thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm splitting my share half in half, bro. I don't okay. care. Okay, <laughs> we'll see how that works with the SEC. Um, so, um, Alex, yes, how did you think your boy did tonight? I mean, he got subbed. 
Yeah, I know, which was ridiculous, if you ask me. Um, was it? Was it? Okay. You must have forgotten who we're dealing with, but continue. We know we know. Oli doesn't trust Bailly because he's on a yellow card. You know, Bailly can have a brain fart any second and just kick a man in the chest. But apart, <laughs> apart from that, really and truly, Bailly can Apart from Bailly, that, yeah? Apart from that, yeah. Apart from that, because you didn't kick anyone in the chest. He had a good game. But I, the good first half, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think he was the best player on the pitch and the first half. And um, that far, but he was, he was. He was, was very good. He saved us a couple times still. Yeah. He, some, he somebody, somebody, one of the Danish pastries did make him sit down though. Yeah, he oh, sat yeah, down. I saw that. Yeah, but he but, did yeah, well before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, had, to, he, had to, he had to get back. So he had to get back to him. So. But it's calm. But um, apart from that, I think Bayes had a good game. Don't know why he got subbed, but again, it didn't make a difference in the end. Our problem wasn't defense. It was. We just couldn't score, you get it. So, Bay had a good game. I feel like he's the best centre-back at our club. And um, he, if he can stay fit, I pray he stays fit. And, yeah, man, let him get a run of games. Bay's clear. Didn't he get put on his bum early on? Yes, we heard yes. that. You don't just listen to that, you? man. Come on, Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, bro. His head's still hot. You <laughs> saved, saved the day there to me as well when Bailly got sat down. Maguire with the block. Bruv, he was standing there and the guy shot the ball at him. What did you <laughs> How was that saving the day, bruv? The guy's a flipping lamppost, bro. If he, if he wasn't there... He curtains. It's curtains for certain men. Why does Romero kick the ball so far? He just kicks his other goalkeeper. <laughs> he bro, at the end of Might the game. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's no different. Something to do, I guess. too funny, man. just there for the vibes, bro. Yeah, something to do, I guess. Hey, keeper, make a run. I'll find you. You know, it's like, right. I'm getting paid and playing. What? <laughs> this is mad. Like this is already more than I for. I would have played. For, I would have paid for you lot for free and played no games. Um, Michael, uh, one matter. Hell of a cameo. Hell of a cameo. Mm. He, he was quality in his limited minutes. Um, what were your What were your takeaways? Is he somebody who should perhaps be playing more? He offers a, a different edge to to Bruno. Obviously, physically, we know that. He's a, he's a shell of a player that wasn't that physically impressive to start with. But he comes in with a, a great head, lovely technical ability, and an ability still, it seems like, and especially in the Europa League, to find pockets of dangerous space. And um, what were your thoughts on his cameo this evening? Yeah, man, the thing with Matt is that obviously no one can doubt his footballing brain and the fact that he can, with his brain, he can find a pass and he's creative. It's just that he just gets bullied out there. And the thing I've never understood is that why does Matter get bullied, but David Silva can hold his own? I've never understood because they're the same sort of height, same sort of stature. But when it comes to... And David Silva will be playing centre-mid in the Premier League and can hold his own. But Matter, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And that's what sort of frustrates me because I think we've got a player in there and we've had for a few years that we've not seen the best of because physically he seems to be... Uh, he seems to just get out-muscled, out-played. Um, but today he came on and I think he, he was a bit, he, he stabilised things a little and we're getting into more dangerous uh, positions and we needed some time to change because clearly Oli was going to let it run and just hope that one of the front three or Bruno Pogba did something special without any tactics to it. So it was kind of good when he actually brought Matter on and signed a different change and it was gave Green with a little rest. I'm a bit surprised by the sub, but still Matter actually had a good game to be fair to him. Cool. What did you guys think of Greenwood today? 
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Uh, um, it's annoying, man, because I feel like we don't use him enough. I feel like he gets missed out a lot when we are building up playing because we we can't build down the right hand side because of one Saka. We have to build down the left, and it has eventually get switched switched him. And by 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 the time that happens, because we the way the way we we're passing today, especially, it was very slow. By the time it gets to him, he's being triple team basically, and it's like there's not much he, he can do so like it's frustrating but you you saw it today like the offside goal and then he hit the post as well like, any side of goal and he anytime anytime he shoots it I feel like it's the goal and that's just that's so competitive to have it's just so competitive to have that someone can just linger from anywhere and I feel like it's going to score because yeah man but I, I feel like we definitely do not use him enough at all I feel like he gets missed out far too much and I feel like we need to incorporate him more in our build up play but but I do feel like the way we use the wingers like they're coming off the line far too early and it, it just makes it easy because just squeeze squeezes the space for our striker and the attacking mid but I mean yeah he had the okay game I, I, I feel like by the end he wasn't really in it as much so He's, I think he's that good. Even when he's shit, you think you've, you've got to play him every minute because he can literally just make some out of nothing and he's one of the already players that... He's probably... Well, he's the best finisher at the club, I think. And also, he's that player that you can give it to him on the edge of any... Like, each side of the box or whatever or anywhere around that 18-yard box and he takes two touches and it's in the back of the net. He just knows where the goal is and it's, he's, he's got that weird... So you know the strikers that just know angles all the time. Like he seems to know his angles all the time. Like Van Persie, I know everyone is hacked to compare him to Van Persie, but I think that's what people mean where you just shift it and you know that it, like the amount of goals he knocks off the post is mad. It's like when it's like playing five aside in them long goals, and you can just always find the inside of the of the goal, man. I just think even when it, that's why I was surprised when Rashford came, but Rashford stayed on uh, for Greenwood for the matter chance. I just think even when he shit. And even when he, if he hasn't touched the ball for 89 minutes, you keep him on because he only needs one touch. He would have, he, I think he definitely scores a goal in that extra time. To, how, oh, yeah. how, how open it became, he's definitely putting one away. I think that chance when he got on the right-hand side, that was offside. We knew that was going in. And he, he hit the post on his left, didn't he? Mm. Kids, the kid's a special, special talent. He's scary, man. His special, finishing special is dis- disgusting. It's gonna be... I think he's top five finishers in the Prem. I'll, I'll say I'm... it now. It's mad because teams know already. Teams are like double and they're scared. They're scared of him. They're scared so of him. Even in those like late stages of games, just having him on just to draw some players and to almost like basketball, mm-hmm. like the corner fridge, just kick it out to someone else to 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 pay it in. It's, yeah, um, exactly. You need to get maybe you need to get you on an episode of Courtside Fracker with that uh, no, I, I just, analysis there, I just, Danny. I just read um, that. Off air, <laughs> then. I just wanted to talk about the game against Lask, um, the 2 1 win, the, the misfits. Um, a few players. Um, 
Sebi, we were on the Discord live watching it. Uh, after Lingard's performance, he said he's got one more year in him with Lingard. I think he also caught the comp of all of Lingard's kind of big goals for us. Um, anyone else got one more year of Lingard in them? I got one more year. No, Lingard in me. I allow it, man. You said that. I got one more year, Lingard in me. Okay, you make me sick, man. Yeah, but you know, you know, Timmy though, he, he leads with his heart, man. Heart on his sleeve. Bro, it's definitely a heart <laughs> thing because I know he's shit. Bro. Do you know what? I know he's shit, bro. Every bro, time. Do you know what? Yeah, bro. I don't know. It's sentiment. It's definitely sentiment. But I just like Lingard, man. I think he's a good kid, man. Honestly, I think he's good yeah. vibes around the training, the training ground as well. Like, I think Every he's time, one of them players that will be content just sitting on the bench. He's one of good vibe players. And not man. coming on. Hey. Every time I think I'm done with him, I see that picture of him when he's like five in a United kit. And I'm like, oh, go on then. Hey, and, it's cute, not, bro, and, and the thing, and the thing is, I, I genuinely <laughs> think like a confident Lingard, there's a, a good enough squad player in him. There's so many players that we need to get rid of before Lingard. So many players that we need to get rid of before him. And he's, if he's confident... Or if his environment is good, like it's been well documented, everything he's gone through over the past like eighteen months or whatever. If he's given, if he's like got fresh, clean slate, he's got a clear head. I genuinely think he can have a good season, and by that I mean he might chip in off the bench with a five goals, five assists, or something. I think the main some issue decent performances. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't. I think the well, main issue you with United, you don't have to in the <laughs> last opinion, five years is that. Basically, it's not Lingard's fault that in any other United team, he wouldn't, we wouldn't notice how shit Lingard is because he'd be playing 10 games a season. The fact that he's been relied on as much as he has is just how shit we've been. We should have better players and he should only be coming off the bench. The fact that he's ever started games recently is, is indicative of how shit United have been and how bad the recruitment and the squad is. But I think Timmy's right. Like, if you've got like, Lingard as your like, 15th man, isn't it's not a bad option to have, mm. but the fact that he's like people have been stuck like last year he was starting right wing and as a 10 because he can run and press that's that's where the problem is. The problem ultimately lies with Ed Woodward not having better players in there, and we've got to play Lingard. It's not Lingard's fault that we haven't got a better number 10. What are we doing? That's... So let's have a go. Um, facts, Who? Bruno, you, you... yeah. Boy, yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we mentioned hey. Ed Woodward, and that segues um, s- smoothly into some interesting transfer news today. Um, Segway, God. I think uh, <laughs> I think this is getting older by the day. Life of an ITK is not easy, man. Um, I hear you, Alex. I hear you for real, for real. What is going on? Because I've seen tons of different reports, and if between yourselves and um, Elijah could provide some clarity to me and to our listeners, that would be greatly appreciated. What is going on, please? Um, So basically, essentially, (laughs) I think it's it's just a game of, like, poker where Dortmund want their money, basically, and United, obviously, like, with the whole COVID situation and the fact that our cash balance was severely depleted last summer when we paid full whack for Maguire and we paid half for Wan-Bissaka. Um, we can't really afford to pay as much up front as Dortmund want. And then on top of that is the fact that we want to have add-ons as well, where Dortmund are like, that 120 million, that's all guaranteed. Like, 
doesn't really matter how how it's paid. We want 100 120 million euros guaranteed. Whatever, like, uh, uh, even apparently, if United want to do add-ons with it, they have to add the extra 20 million on because that's what I saw with the Guardian today. But yeah, I think it's just a game of poker right now, and we, we've seen with the Dortmund sporting director that he said this three times, and he said said this two times now, and the CEO of Dortmund said it with Mickey, where they say they're gonna be with us next season then by the end of the window they're gone but I mean I think by the end of it we will get Sancho but I mean it's looking like it'll like whatever happens I think United, United fans will be disappointed with how our whole summer transpires really because if we do get Sancho and it's looking like we'll have to pay what Dortmund want I don't think we'll get as many players as we need if, if we don't get Sancho, then that's another blight on our board who haven't completed a signing of a player the manager wanted. So, I mean, I think it's just a difficult situation now where we either get the player or we don't, and then either road is it's going to look bad, personally. So, yeah. Um, how many players do you see us getting this summer? I think three at most, but I think most likely two. Cause... Let's just end the pod there, man. Um, <laughs> I know, because... Thank you all for your time this evening. <laughs> like, nah, like, because they, they even said it at the start. Of, like, like from time Woodward came out that same where he said, we can't do this. People quoting us saying we're going to pay this much for this player and that much for that player. We can't do, we can't do that right now. And then I'm pretty sure they were hoping they would be able to negotiate Dortmund down. If we don't negotiate Dortmund down, that is severely depleting our ability to do any more business in the summer. And with the way it is, I don't see us like splitting our money effectively, like say a little like like say a uh, Liverpool would, or just like just a more s- savvy team. Like we right now, we are going for very obvious quality because I feel like it's I feel like we of course we have the money but with the manager we have we need the quality and the squad we have we are so dependent on just the few quality players we had we need to add more quality we need it but I feel like we are just it's going to be such a difficult summer because as soon as that statement came out from Woodward it half me felt like maybe he's just saying that just to make other teams feel like we don't have as much money as we do. But the way it's looking now, I generally don't feel like we are, we're going to be able to have a summer where we sign where we sign at least three players. I think it's going to be at most three players. And the fact that I doubt that's going to be a DM, the fact that I doubt there's going to be a left-back in there, like it's, I mean, I, I really don't know what's going to happen. But I, I do feel like most likely it's going to be two. And I'm, I'm not even sure who it's going to be after Sancho as well, because we're we're linked with a lot with a load of names, but like there's n- there's not even anything. We're linked with everybody on the continent at some yeah. point. Yeah, there, end there's up not being e- that, that dude from Swansea, that centre half, like Daniel, yeah, like that, like Rodon or Woodward's a dickhead, man. I can just imagine he, what these add-ons <laughs> are like as well. Like, oh, we'll give you twenty million if he's on Celebrity Dancing with the Stars or something. <laughs> like they're just all like these bullshit. Like, oh, if you win seven Ballon d'Ors, we'll give you another 10 mil. Like, 
People, there's people that they know what he is now and they see him coming over the hill and they're like right I'm going to rinse this he's a chum they need to and I think yeah obviously he doesn't want to give up the power he has because obviously if somebody comes in and is good at, good at their job they, they get a lot of the credit because this is an area we've struggled in for what's coming up to 10 years now but they need to bring in somebody who has a reputation for, for excelling in a transfer market for identifying talent and doing good business because we are I think we are seen as jokers. People use our name to boost the prices of our players. And when we do want their players, they can give us the, the runaround. Uh, Disu, you have been in support of Woodward's stance in regards to bowing to Dortmund's pressure. Can you explain a bit more why you're in support of Ed this time around? Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Um, yeah, because Dortmund are violating. They're just violating. First of all, it's co- first of all, if it was buying, they would have off their pant and sold Sancho for fifteen pounds. So I don't understand. <laughs> what yeah. Now, now because it's Man United, you're trying to violate the mandem. Like no, like you're asking for one twenty. Period. Like not even an add-on thing. Like hundred and twenty million euros, which is a lot of money, and the fact that you're even asking for. 90, so that's about 75% of it up front. Damn near 75% of it up front. Nobody ever asked for 90 million euros up front, ever, in the first season. Never. Because nobody and, can really afford to give you that much money. You're taking a mick, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, and to ask for these to have a very, okay, you're going to have a high price, fine. But to have it with, you're not trying to negotiate with add-ons. You want an absurd, exorbitant amount of money up front. You're talking about some decade deadlines. And to add insult to injury, an insult to injury, you lot don't even, it's in the COVID market where everybody has lost millions of pounds or millions of euros because people are losing millions of euros every single time they can't open their stadium for fans to come, come in and spend money. And do you know what I mean? Like, apparently, United lose five million pounds every time they don't have a home game. So, the whole market is done out. Like you, you'll see Madrid basically say we ain't got no money. Barca say we ain't got no money. Uh, Arsenal say we ain't got no money. Liverpool, Spurs, all these top, top clubs are basically saying, yo, we ain't got no P and you're trying to extort us. So that's why I don't, I don't blame Woodward for trying to play hardball with them. But my issue is, if this was any other club, like I'd be like, okay, I'm fully in support. But... Woodward has a track record. I think only maybe the Mickey deal in recent years I can remember where maybe we've won a negotiation. Fellaini, we faffed around, faffed around, end up paying what they wanted on the last day. Herrera, faffed around, faffed around, missed out on him the last day, pretending that we sent, there were some imposters that were sent, but they weren't. <laughs> it was probably Woodward's, Woodward's son and fucking back judge. And then went and bought her next year. Same thing for Bruno <laughs> Fernandes, faffed around last season, faffed around beginning of this season, bought him in the end. Maguire, same thing. What's the other one? Why matter with Chelsea? Same thing. Why Bissaka? Same thing. So if we're going to be doing all this nonsense only to go and give Dortmund exactly what they want, which I believe what we're going to do, that's annoying. But the streets are the streets are talking that the Sancho camp 
and United aren't happy because they feel like Dortmund are being unreasonable. So maybe we see uh, maybe a bit more pressure from Sancho. Sancho just say, listen, fuck you, bro. I'm going to Mykonos to link up with the Mandem and start. So what, so, so what does more pressure from Sancho actually actually do? So if Go to that, Mykonos. Yeah, but what happens? He eventually has to come back, no? Bro, do you think Dembele, Dembele, Dembele and Aubameyang say, listen, bro, we ain't playing? Sancho doesn't seem like he's got that in him. Bro, boy. No, 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 you want to move. No, you all know him, you all know him now, do you? No, 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 but bro, this is this is like work, bruv. Like, yeah, you don't want to be held against your will, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not in the it's not in the worst of situations, is it? Yeah, yeah, like, right. Right. Like, 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 he's like, about like, to top three hundred bags. That's living in Dortmund, bro. So. <laughs> in Man. COVID, so it's not like he could move about, bro. Imagine Dortmund Man, in COVID. His line is done. Right? <laughs> 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 he's made his money. He's sold it on. Like he's ready to come back home. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, we'll see. Um, is there anyone here who doesn't think we're going to get him now? I mean, I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. This does feel like more like Hazard than than Bruno. Like, that you could just see him. I just can't imagine how you can't get pissed off at Edward Wood. Like, even as a player waiting for him to sign you. Sancho must be like, well, you know I want to come. Just fucking do the deal. It's Woodward who brings it. I know Dissy was saying, like, they're violating, but he, he brings it on himself by three years ago or whatever when he sat in that stadium on the tour and he's like, we can do things in the transfer market mm-hmm. that no one else can do. At the start of COVID, he came out and went, eh, to be honest, we've got really good, like the, the match day is very little compared to what we actually earn through corporate shit and, and uh, deals, advertising and stuff like that. So it's not going to affect us as much as most clubs. That's why That's why he just he's flashing his money and then wondering why he's... His house gets burgled, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, but obviously, got a lamppost in his front garden. I think, and yeah. patio furniture. We're on the stock exchange, aren't we? And obviously, when he when he says stuff like that, makes strong statements in public, it, it will affect our stock prices somewhat, won't it, Disu? Yeah, well, it would. It would. Um, but at the end of the day, that's, I think that's what a lot of the fans have issues with, um, especially at the diehard top reds, is that we're run like a business more than a football club. And it's true because... Even if you hear how bureaucratic United are, that they can't work on multiple deals at once. They have to work on one deal when a lot of stuff requires a lot of sign-on. It's moving like working for the working in the public sector, working the civil service. You have to get bare sign-ons, go away to talk, get the Queen to sign off before you go and do buy, buy some <laughs> pencils or some shit. Royal like order, like yeah, like same way. Apparently, like it's not like Woodward has free reign to like, yeah, okay, boom, we're gonna stop 120 million euros on Sarantro. But let's say. They said, okay, we want 85 million euros up front and then the rest on add-ons. What was that? Okay, cool. We offered 84. Let me go back to, to the Glazers to make sure this is okay. It just slows down the process. So when you operate like that, operate like a business and not like a football club where you're like, okay, we don't have to always go out and just talk. Because we're not the only publicly listed company, um, football club in the world. Do you know what I'm saying? We're not the only ones. Like, Dortmund are publicly listed. That's how we'll know how much the transfer was eventually anyway. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just wish... And even even if we slightly overpay for Sancho, being a good football team is has such a strong multiplier effect for your finances. Like if United are really really good and winning, the commercial side even goes absolutely crazy. You know what Looks I'm saying? after so, itself. Yeah. So and footballers are your money makers. Like Sancho, if Sancho comes and does anything close to what he does at Dortmund and improves, 
and you have that for another 10, 12 years, think about how much money that's adding to the value of Manchester United, adding commercially, where it puts even just league place and Champions League runs, how much money that adds. So sometimes when you're thinking about the negotiation of the 10 million euros, just thinking, bro, just pay the fucking money. But it's, yeah, Wood was, a, Wood was a clown, man. And everyone knows how much we've just got rid of Sanchez for, like, off the book. So, so people know we've got that money now as well. So when it comes to negotiating new, tran- uh, new contracts with any new signings, they're going to know that we've got dough and probably try and, try and rinse us for that as well. It's just a mess, man. He needs to go. Old um, Woodward. It had been a tougher earlier part of the day. My thought was like, yeah, we're going to play Copenhagen, score four or five goals, couple mm. for Tony, couple for Rash. Um, Greenwood grabs one, then we come on the pod and we turn up. Um, hasn't quite gone that way. Uh, it's very, very difficult to watch at times. Um, whoever we get in the next game, I reckon we're out, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, and, and it is what it is. Um, I do want to thank you guys for all coming on this late. This has to be the latest recorded pod. Um, not the saddest, because that was probably the Southampton one. Danny was like, I can't, I, I can't do it, man. I'm, I'm gutted. I'm, I'm going to... I was, I was punching <laughs> all the flies. <laughs> um, that, I want to thank you all for coming on. Disu, Danny, Michael, Timmy, Alex, and the ghost of Elijah there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lads, stay safe. We do it again on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whenever it is, and we'll see you all next week. It's good to see you guys. You too, man. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Only chance in my team like Man U. Ready! Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Total Wine and More is a wonderland to explore. Thousands of wines and spirits, unexpected pairings and great gifts, low prices and helpful guides. Make the holidays magical at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, be 21. Sports Social Podcast Network.